0: Hey, Ricky, you know what's awesome?
1: What's that, Billy?
0: Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble
1: in Little China.
0: So, Scott and I did a... uh, Fresh Eyes on Big Trouble in Little China because this is one of those movies where you no know, even even if you've seen it you know a handful of times or a handful of dozens of times there's always something new there's always oh, yeah. something and then whenever we were doing the fresh eyes kind of treatment where you watch it as if as if new like you've never seen it before and the one word that just kept coming out as I'm watching this movie is like who greenlit this one? Because it's just like so weird. It's yeah. so weird. Like it start it starts off, you know, kind of just as a straightforward like buddy comedy sort of thing. But then by the end, you've got giant inflatable eye brain monsters and and a thing that looks like the uh, the uh, fluffy from show and just like and this yeah. movie just starts the beginning and steps on the gas. And it doesn't let up in its strangeness, like. From, and so it is really something. To, it's really something to see. If if it's been a while, or if you haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China in a while, uh, and if you ha- if you just watched it yesterday, and you're just used to certain scenes, watch it again and be like, okay, imagine walking into the theater for the first time, and all you know is it's a Kurt Russell movie, and then watch it from the beginning to the end, and be like. Just blown away, the stars that is.
1: <laughs> That's exactly my story. Uh, me and my, my wife, girlfriend at the time, and uh, some other people went to see this movie just because our weekend trip was just let's just pick a movie, go see it. We hadn't seen the trailer, didn't know anything about it. Like you said, we saw Kurt Russell in it, thought, hey, you know, why not? This looks just the poster artist. I was like, this, this looks crazy and we were just absolutely blown away by just how random and unusual this movie was. And we fell in love with it instantly. And um, yeah, it, it, like you said, I think, why did it get greenlit? Because John Carpenter was doing it. He was uh, just coming off of his really first kind of failure off of this, right? So everything else he had done has been gold up to that point. And, you know, the thing, which we now know is one of the greatest horror movies ever made, flopped, uh-huh. So, and then he kind of churns this thing out, so it's almost like, just because it was him, and his name, it's like Tarantino, Tarantino just decided to do the, another film, everybody would be like, okay, uh-huh. I think that's part of it, and I felt like he was like, yeah, I can kind of just do whatever I want to do, and, and people to go for it, and not long after that people started throwing on the brakes you know <laughs> but you think about the impact of this movie and why you and I are still talking about it look at everything that is in this movie that is Billy Stewart and Ricky Morgan right mm-hmm high-flying kung fu Star Wars type special effects monsters you know it's everything <laughs> it's everything we wanted to grow up and be man <laughs> <laughs>
0: As for sure, and that's that's what I'm saying. Is the it's just like like I said, you know, I just say it, it's weird, and it's it is because, but at the same time, it's it's weird in an awesome way because it's like yeah. every scene that just keeps getting weirder. Uh, it's. It's another thing to enjoy. It's, right. and this is one of those movies where a lot of the scenes. It's kind of like the Big Lebowski, where, where the movie is so long, it's almost hard to watch it from beginning to end. But every individual scene is a classic right. in and of itself that you can take it in little bites, and yeah. you can watch you know ten minutes, twenty minutes of it, and come away being completely satisfied. Like, oh, dude, yeah. you know?
1: <laughs> It's it's and, almost uh, an ultimate popcorn flick. You know, mm-hmm. it's the roller coaster ride. It sets real nicely as well up against like an Evil Dead Two or a Reanimator because it's got that kind of humor to it. But then it also has some movies where you kind of go, "Oh, that that was kind of ooh, that's pretty good," you know. <laughs> so yeah, it's just brilliant.
0: And I do remember um, when when Mortal Kombat first came out. Oh yeah. And the the character of Raiden, you know sure. the the storm, yep, and just and and just being like whoa, like <laughs> they made that guy <laughs> into a uh, into a kickass you know karate guy fighting fighting in this tournament you know it's like what would you do if one of the storms landed you know you're Johnny right. King with jo- Johnny Cage which is essentially a Van Damme type character absolutely and then the and then the storm the storm lands and he's like all right I got lightning on you you know it's like <laughs> back then you know, certain nostalgia pieces, you know, it's so deeply embedded that you don't even really realize that's what you're seeing. You just know that it's cool. Like yeah. before you ever drop your quarter, you're like, I wanna be that guy. Right. <laughs> the guy with the lightning from Big Trouble in Little China.
1: <laughs> so I don't know if you know this. I may have told you before, but I just said this on a podcast uh uh Bat Size Cinema, which is if you have if folks, if you haven't listened to Bat Size Cinema, as soon as this episode is done go over and check it out. It's my buddy R.J. McCready from The Thing. Um, (laughs) Check out one of his episodes, any of them, especially if you can find some with Dan Bone on there, check those out. They're both awesome. But he had me on to talk about this movie particularly, and a little nostalgia, or or trivia, I guess is the best word for it, is when Danny and I started Hell Ming, Hell Ming was not our first choice for a name. The first choice was Six Demon Bag. And (laughs) <laughs> which is, you know, which is what Egg Shen's carrying in the movie, and unfortunately, somebody else had snagged that name and used it and made like four episodes of a podcast, and they quit. And, but we didn't want to take the name because mm. of that problem. So that's how Hell Mean came about because we were going to be Six Demon Bag. I've even still got some logos made for that. So there you go, wow. folks. We were going to be a Big Trouble in China based podcast instead. <laughs>
0: Talk about names being had, man. Like, whenever we were talking, you know, like scary dad or whatever. But uh, I had an idea and I wanted to do kind of like a just. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I had a good name for a band, and it was from the uh, or for a project, and it was from from Quint Speech and Jaws, and it was the Sharks Come Cruising. You Google <laughs> Sharks Come Cruising, there's a band with that name. I'm like, all right, yeah. well, those guys have to be cool because that's. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Anyway, of course, I went through a lot of uh, yeah. band names to, to to call a band just to get people's attention. I always thought Batman and Robin would be a good one, right? You drive by a club and says tonight only Batman and Robin, you're gonna stop, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> or oh, yeah, you're gonna take a look, be like. Hey. My
1: favorite was Flaming Monkey, but uh, that one got shot down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: again I definitely have to check them out <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: but yeah man back to the subject I, I never get tired of this movie everything about it is just so pleasing I, and, and uh, let's face it 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 really works because of John Carpenter I mean John Carpenter mm-hmm. because of Kurt Russell I mean
0: well both yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: but his his character in this I mean the 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 cheap John Wayne imitation he's kind of doing here to carry this Jack Burton character is just so awesome, and it's just like you know Roy Schneider from from Jaws. This is what he's playing the guy that's that should not be in this situation. He's not prepared. He's the you know he's t- the total underdog, and he plays it off so well because he still tries to keep his cool, even though you can tell he's not made for this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, and that's the thing that's that's so funny is is you know, he is the sidekick, um, who's completely he's completely out of his element. Like he doesn't yeah. know karate. The people who do know karate are you know could could just wipe the floor with him. And, and you know, he he's he's a he's a sidekick. He's a helper. He's right. um, which is an which is an odd thing. You know, it's like. And if you think about hero movies from the '80s, you know you had your big bravado guys, you know your Schwarzeneggers, your Stallones, your and for 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 Kurt Russell to have that that sort of prescience to be like, okay, I can't take myself too seriously here because I'm the lead, but I'm not the hero, right? Like I'm not the like I'm I'm a bumbling sidekick through this entire thing, which is a weird sort of anachronism in in. In hero movies, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like he doesn't know how to use a gun, and whenever he does finally figure out how to make it <laughs> make it shoot, it, like, b- drops bricks <laughs> on his head and, you know, stuff like that. And he um, turns, just, on the safety, just,
1: turns the safety on, and he shoots that guy and kills him. He's like, first time you plugged a guy? <laughs> of course not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he's just, he's there just, I mean... Was it he's he's just playing cards with his buddy and his buddy's like hey man I need you to come to the airport with me he's like okay you know like we're running an errand and then just like like we say the movie just just goes from running a quick little errand to just tumbling yeah. down this strange rabbit hole and he's just there along for the ride and he's just trying yeah. to look cool but in reality he's got no idea what's going on
1: yeah <laughs> we're we're taking the adventure so with cool. You. so and cool so that, cool that's what makes it so awesome is you you relate to this guy. Even if he is a truck driver who talks to himself on the CV all night, nobody else is listening. You know? And, I don't know, you just uh, you totally identify with him. And, come on, man. Well, especially let's
0: us, because we do that ourselves. <laughs>
1: uh, sure. That's kind of what these shows are, right? It's us wanting to be Jack Burton. Have you paid your dues, Rick? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. <laughs> coming
0: at you from the pork chops express.
1: Yeah. I've, I've actually had cars named that. So there you go. <laughs> uh, and come on, man. Kim control. I mean, this is this is where uh, yeah, uh, she was come on. Between this and mannequin at the time, she was just mm-hmm. smoking.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember like and I don't want to get off subject, but I remember Mannequin was one of those that was, you know, it'll never be on. You know what's awesome? But it was one of those shows that was on HBO all the time. And if you, if you're our age and you didn't see Mannequin like two dozen times, right. then <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like Kim, it was Kim on. Control.
1: yeah, Kim Control and, and Mannequin, and it, that, that's absolutely her oddest. That's where she's looked her absolute best. And then Tanya Roberts and mm-hmm. Beastmaster. I mean, come yep.
0: on. Oh yeah. So and then yeah, and then she's she's in uh in Big Trouble Little China. Then you know she has no idea what's yeah. going on either, but like she's gonna <laughs> like yeah. and I mean I don't wanna get ahead of myself, but the the villain is one of the most likable villains. <laughs> like he's he's straight up he's straight up pure evil, but he's got You know, he's just got that that demeanor about him where he's just like very matter of fact, like, Oh yeah, come on in, like we're we're having a blast, we're having fun. (laughs) It's just like it's it's hard not to like him, even though he's a really not a good guy, you know. I mean he
1: he, (laughs) he's 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 not even alive, right? I mean he's a he's a ghost for the most part. And he's floating around Mm -hmm. with light coming out of his mouth and eyes and but (laughs) the the part where he's the old guy and they put Riddler now what is this? Now this pisses me off to no end. I mean, it's just, <laughs> uh, you know, none of it was meant to be taken serious and I think that's a problem a lot of people have with it is because this movie could have went down a lot of different avenues but it decided to keep that tongue-in-cheek comedy going just the whole time. It's and I think
0: that might have been I think you're yeah. right And I think that might have worked Maybe against Carpenter Because he was right. known for such ser- I mean Yeah there's, there's, There is there's not a single Funny moment in the thing You know No um, There's not There's not a single funny moment In Christine There's not There's not anything fun About Halloween
1: Like look, look, He's, look he he's fa- serious
0: as uh, a heart attack The whole way through And then he gets to this one And he's like right. Okay let's cut up a little bit And everybody's expecting
1: yep.
0: Some Something else
1: well, and, look what he followed this one with— with Prince of Darkness. I mean, come <laughs> on, how 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 dark of a movie do you want to get here, <laughs> right?
0: right. <laughs> uh, but with this one, at least, it's like you know, like even even the deaths. Like you said, the it's 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 funny, it's tongue in cheek, it's campy, it's old school. Like even the deaths. Yeah. Um, there's, there's nothing, never anything that hold, that lands with, with too much gravity, with too much weight. Like even whenever, you know, they're under fire and there's bad guys and there's storms and like the world's coming to an end, they're still cracking jokes and yeah. like kind of dogging on each other and, and you know. And then Wang is super badass, you know, like, oh, it's yeah. like he's been training, he's been training for this his whole life, you know, yeah. and, and you have to wonder, like, his. It, it can't be that he's actually been training for this his whole life, he's kind of in a situation himself, he's just like, oh crap, there's people I need to, you know, kung fu on, right. <laughs> like, and, uh, but he, he kicks a lot of ass, and it's fun. Sure. <laughs>
1: And what's funny, because we're, we're talking about just the way this movie works, and just like with the, the, the whole Kurt Russell character, Jack Burton, there's almost an unlimited list now of movies that use the same formula that you don't necessarily tie back into, you know, that, that's the first one I know of that was that way. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, where, where Jack Burton was, like you said, the sidekick, I mean, we've had other people that were the underdogs and stuff, but this was a different feel because he was totally out of his element and he knew it, but still tried to play cool, and we have seen countless movies, countless series that take this idea and run with it, and it's just amazing that this movie, to me, just seems to get more and more popular as we go along because people are finally catching on to it and realizing the impact that it had on everything. I mean, the effects were really good for the time. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just the craziness of it. Hey, you can have a high flying special effects martial arts movie, and it still be fun. You know, and I don't know. I just, I think it's a game changer.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's. Like you know, just the inspiration it had on, like even like we just mentioned on video games. I mean, a whole different generation of kids are like they never heard of the movie, but but their favorite character is this one, and you know, it's it's one it's one of the storms from Big Trouble. But no, no man, it's it, there's 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 too much fun to be had in this. Like you said, to take it if, if you're taking it seriously at all, um, then you're missing the point. Yeah. And, I think that's all there is should be said about that because it's just...
1: just, and just the but fact we gotta of, get
0: into some of the, the the the
1: the story writing too is left so open. Just think about like when uh, when Wang and and Jack decide to break into Lopan's place, right? They come in like they're the telephone company, <laughs> and they've got one telephone with them, mm-hmm. but no tools. <laughs> They're not wearing any kind of uniforms. They come in, oh, it sure is raining cats and dogs. Well, that's a reference. i tell you, last time we was here, the squirrels chewing on the wires, you know, just just BSing their way through everything. And I just think, you know, if there's any way that a, a spirit, an evil spirit who's trying to regain his way back to the earth and rule from beyond the grave, had a den full of extraordinary <laughs> superpower ninjas, or whatever you want to call these guys, you know, you're not going to allow a guy just to walk in with a phone in his hand. <laughs> and there's security guards there, but don't even stop them. You know, it's just like, that's the fun of it, you know. And what about the what about the prison that's just the women prison that's in there for some reason?
0: <laughs> it's like, <That's>... <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Well, it, and, and then the you know the cage and the water and all of that stuff, and it's just like, like who do you have to install this? It's like, <laughs> and then and then of course the layer at the bottom, the, like the final the final boss. It looks like the inside of a of a shopping mall.
1: Oh man, it's <laughs> like under the man. I, I was just, it's I remember It is so. First time seeing that in the theater, man, I was just blown away. I was like, this is the coolest room in the history of mankind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then all the different monsters and the demons, and it's just...
1: And you know what I love about those two? They're not perfect. I mean, the, the, the creature that grabs Gracie Law and, you know, carries her over his shoulder... I mean, you see the guy. You see him take steps, and his rubber feet are real long compared to his real feet. And you can see him just boing, boing, when he steps. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Leave it in there. Who cares, right?
0: <laughs> well, too, like you say, you know, it's like whenever they, whenever they finally get into the uh, into the warehouse, you know, and kind of into the lair, it's kind of like the the screenwriters, like not not John Carpenter. It's like John Carpenter was just like. Hey, let's just roll with it. It's like the screenwriters had a, a straightforward kung fu movie and then they got to a point where they're like, Okay, now what? <laughs> it's like let's let's have a strange this you know, like a, a, a soul you know, prison of souls and a bunch of weird monsters and demons and you know, it's just like all this stuff just kinda hangs out and lives in this in this underground lair and uh Yeah, let's just film it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just yeah, I just cut it up. Let's let's go. Yeah, uh, right. where are we going? We have no idea. We'll we'll tell you when we get there.
1: <laughs> and that's what's amazing about it because there is no foreshadowing of where this thing's going to go, how it's going to end. It it really takes you on a ride, and and we're missing that again. You know, um, that that wonderment that that movie brings to you just because it's so outlandish that nothing really does surprise you. You don't call it and go, ah. No, you're like, yeah, okay, I'll about that? <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, that that's, that's kind of what we're missing. And how many times have we been threatened with a remake, right? And I'm so glad that they haven't done it yet. I know it's going to happen eventually, because it's too much of a hot button, right? I mean, when you start making T-shirts that are the same logo as Jack Burton's wearing, and, I mean, I've got one, so... You know, when it's that <laughs> that much of a hot topic, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's bound to be regurgitated, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: surprised they never the tried to do is, a series, like a TV series, out of it.
0: I was gonna say, I think the I think the reason they haven't either they either haven't done a remake or they're whatever is because, just like we said before, I don't I don't think a lot of people actually get it. It's yeah. Like, what was what was this movie supposed to be? Was it supposed to be a horror comedy? Was it supposed to be an action flick? Was it supposed to be a, a supernatural, you know, dramedy? Like, what what was it supposed to be? And of course, then you got all your, your 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 think tanks up in Hollywood that'll be like, okay, well, you know, I think this is what it's supposed to be. And then if you, like, so if you can't. It's like, for example, it's like they remade Evil Dead, and that's fine because Evil Dead was a flawed independent horror movie. Sure. Yeah, they made they tried they, they went to make it very, very much what maybe Raimi would have had in mind had he had the budget, but you can't really remake Evil Dead too. Like no, no, <laughs> uh, uh, unless, uh, unless you did it with like Muppets or something. Like that right. meme talks about like what whenever if, if like you could you could take the theater of bizarre to another level of weird, but you can't. Yeah. remake that movie. Yeah. So like Big Trouble is one of those where I don't think anybody can quite put their finger on as to what it was actually supposed to be in the beginning so then they can't remake it properly. Well. And uh,
1: again, it all comes back to Jack Burton. I mean, you think about the lines in the movie and it's the response you get from him that makes it a memorable fic- film, right? I mean, you got the creature that comes out of the wall in the cave and grabs the guy and eats him and Eggshin throws the thing and it blows up and he goes, you will come out no more, all official, right? And Jack goes, what? Huh? What will come out no more? I mean, that's what makes it, right? <laughs> I can't see The Rock or anybody else portraying that kind of emotion because he totally is shocked by what he's saying, you know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he just, like, killed a guy. Like you say, he just killed a guy, and he's, like, like, served with all of the trauma that goes with it, and he's still playing off, like, ah, it's cool. Um, <laughs> and then at the end, you know, and whenever he actually does save the day, completely by accident, because he's got no, like, he's just, it's a condition response, like, ah! Then he's just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> baby, I did that. As me, <laughs> like,
1: yep. <laughs> like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, and you know the whole thing with trying to find this truck, and he, he even has that breaking point himself when he's like, "Okay, you know what? I'm going home. You can keep your money." <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> yeah. just you know he he's finally reached the point of okay, this might even be too much for me. And of course, by then he's already in too deep, but you know, still the fact of him paying it up, playing it off when he's on the phone with his insurance company, you know, and uh Uncle. Uh, <laughs> was Uncle Chew comes in, and he's like, uh, you know, talks about seeing David Lopez on the street. Oh, sure, you know what I'm talking about. First you see him, then you don't. Stands about nine foot tall with light coming out of his mouth. You know, trying yeah. to pass it off as...
0: Yeah, like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> Everyday stuff. It's, yeah, it's not, effecti-
0: <laughs> it, it's not affecting me too badly, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, this is, yeah. this is what I've seen, this is what's going on.
1: And another oh, thing man. about this
0: movie that that's a big changer too, man. There's a there's a lag, like you're cutting in and out. So I'm hard, if I'm if I'm not responding properly, it's because you're kind of choppy. And so like I'm kind of catching what you're saying, but I'm not 100. percent So I don't know if the connection's bad on my end or yours, but it's um, working working good here. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep recording. I'm just gonna yeah. restart Skype st- and see if I can't get a better connection. So. This
1: is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. It's a pretty amazing planet we live on here, and a man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe. There is a hidden world where ancient evil weaves a modern mystery.
0: W- what's going on here is this some kind of
1: magic, the darkest magic. Ow! They call it Little China. Finally, we shall bring order out of chaos. It's where big trouble was waiting for Jack Burton. Who? Jack Burton. Me. Jack. 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 They told him to go to hell. He make one move, ah! oh! and that's just where he's going. Ah! somebody i don't care who tell me what is going on how are you gonna spring us i have no idea there are many mysteries many unanswerable
0: questions even in a life as short as yours My destiny
1: rests in your capable hands. Hey, I'll do my best.
0: Oh god, is this really
1: happening? This is gonna take Cracker Jack timing, Wang. One, two, three. She may be trapped. Total concentration. Safety. Yeah. You ready, Jack? I was born ready.
0: Way to go, Jack.
1: Jack Burton's coming to rescue your summer. Hey, what more can a guy ask for? 20th Century Fox presents Kurt Russell in John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. On the reflexes
0: hello. hello hello let's see if that is better than it was before <laughs> so yeah so. just uh yeah, it's still I'm a fine. little bit weird but we'll get we'll get through it it's all right, all right.
1: <laughs> my air conditioning is not working they didn't have it on today so it's like really warm up here in this room so oh no So, another thing, too... Yeah, we're, that, we're up oh, to about hundred,
0: about 112. <laughs> it sucks.
1: Yeah. I think it said but it felt like 105 today. I mean, even though the thermometer mm. says high 80s, the, the humidity is so bad. And which is really bad about living here. We got really bad humidity.
0: Yeah, we do, too. It's like breathing mosquitoes half the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, what were you going to say next? Uh,
1: well... One thing that, that I always really saluted this movie to was the fact of at the end, when he doesn't take the girl and they run off happily ever after, he just kind of says, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That, yeah. That, to me, that was really different, too. And uh, Yeah, there's, you know,
0: there's... Go ahead. Oh. Yeah, there's very much a, uh, like, he he doesn't kind of kind of in the end he he does kind of lean off the the bravado a little bit like just a little bit be like yeah you know it's like um, I was in over my head a little bit <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I love the uh, the fact of uh, well crap I forgot where I was going <laughs> <laughs> um, again just. The tons and tons of quotable lines in this. The reason I keep bringing it up is because when Danny and I worked together in, in Nashville we were both honored in being selected in the company to be on an individual page you know they had little flip calendars and they had mm-hmm. a, an employee on each page and you had to have a quote <laughs> and both of our quotes <laughs> were Jack Burton quotes <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nice
1: Oh, and it was supposed to be like quotes about work, you know, you know, customer service (laughs) is, you know, I think that's what it said. Customer service is, and I think he said, uh, one of us said, it's all in the reflexes. Another one said, give me your best shot, pal. I can take it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's awesome. That is, that is really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and they printed it. They're like, "Oh, I don't know where it oh, yeah. came from, but that's inspiring." <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: I think that's the ones we used. I want to say that, uh, yes, sir, the checks in the mail was the uh, might have been the, the uh, the other one. I can't remember for sure. <laughs> Fun times, man. Troublemakers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to me this movie is it's still just one of a kind I, I, it's really hard to even say what you put it up against well I guess the best thing is you can almost say it's a kung fu version of Flash Gordon I mean when you when you think kind about of, it kind sort of yeah there's a, there's a lot of similarities there right the unlikely hero who gets forced out of his comfort zone to try to save the world you know even look at the similarities of think of flash gordon you've got the little floating head that goes through (laughs) and zaps the lizard person right well what do we have in this movie well we got a floating head with a bunch of eyeballs on it and uh i I think there's a lot of similarities there uh, of of maybe maybe where he kind of maybe maybe pulled some ideas from that's just my theory
0: i would i would certainly agree and you know, I just like the back to the storms. You know, it's like the, those guys just come out and like they don't really do much. I mean, they're there, but they're like bodyguards for David Lopan or whatever. But it's like it's like how badass are you whenever you can just call down these storm gods? I mean, that's yeah. one of those things. Like I say, for me, it's an imprint of of awesomeness. That's like they serve this ghost guy, and they're like. For whatever reason, I guess it's in their best interest that he does his thing. But um, I mean, those guys are kick ass, and the way, the way they go out, just like the different ways that they get, they get, they get. Uh, like the one guy just explodes; like he just takes in all the air, blows up like a balloon. Yeah. And what's funny is, like, like you say, you just have those those certain little tongue in cheeks. Like you, you would have known that he died. You would have known that he died. But then Carpenter has to blow body parts across the hall. <laughs> like <laughs> you know just the just the different ways that they just, you know, come come to their end as as the movie progresses. Right. But then at, at but at the end, you know, it's like, well, the the, the brain thing's defeated, the storms are defeated, David Lopan's defeated. Like, the clans are united, everything's kind of back to normal, but then you got Fluffy crawling around on pork chop at the end. You know? Right. Like, Jack's yep. not out of this yet, you know. And yep. uh, that one, didn't, o- he didn't get exploded.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> he he the, got the, out.
1: The open end, right? The open end. Just like another movie called <gasps> Flash Gordon. <laughs> 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 and I think that's always been the thing is, why? I mean, you obviously set it up for a sequel, right? And we've 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 been waiting all this time, but there's something pleasing about that that you don't end it right. So mm-hmm. a little off subject, I'm starting this new new thing, right? The second movie I've picked is Silent Rage, right? The, the best Halloween movie that doesn't have Michael Myers in it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's come on, man. It's, it's let's take Lone Wolf McQuaid and put him in Halloween 2. That's, that's what they did. But, anyways, <laughs> the ending of it is open ended, right? Because you want to keep this thing running because you never know. I think it was because of the movies of that time there was a chance that you were going to make a bunch of sequels off of stuff so you kind of had that open-ended type scenario and uh it's a shame we never did get follow up with with big trouble because i think you know where would it have gone next you know yeah. what would it have led to because you defeated david lopan there's got to be something else out there you know well, yeah I just always wondered well, about that
0: well he like David LoPant was all concerned about keeping the the ninja from Ninja Three from coming back too, so we got to be careful with him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's not, and he's not letting uh, the Seinfelds. He's not letting si- Seinfeld sit at the restaurant <laughs> either. All right. So, so like, I mean, he's he's got his he's having his revenge. You know? <laughs>
1: It's kind of like when you see Al Long in anything too, right? I mean, the guy's in every <laughs> every movie that there is, you know, and it's it's that same scenario. I mean, wow, it's the dude that fought in the street in in Big Trouble Little China, but he's also the photographer, and she's having a baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah or when when whenever they turn it on like t- turn it on its side like whenever you see somebody who's like a badass action star playing like a romantic sidekick or a romantic you know something like that <laughs> through, you know it's like heroes villains the whole works and there's these certain character actors that are just you know and uh his name's isn't his his name's uh, david wong right yep uh yep Lopan right. yep and I was looking at his his wiki and he's apparently been he's he's one of the most uh credited actors ever. Sure. Like he's been in he's been in the most movies, TV shows and plays and voice acting and everything else. Um he's he's an impressive dude, but yeah. you know it's like he's that guy that was in that thing that you saw that time, you
1: know. Right. Yeah, between um, him and, and and Al Leong, those those two guys they pretty much are in 99% of the movies that we've watched in her lifetime. I mean, <laughs> hey, that's Genghis Kong from you know
0: Bill and Ted. <laughs> Speaking of Bill and Ted, are you looking forward to the new one?
1: I am, man. I, I have high hopes for it. But I will say that I've been burnt before because I really didn't like the second one.
0: I think the second one, I, I, well, I think Bill and Ted in general was kind of like a... a, a place and a time the second one because the first one was so good the second one i I, I didn't dislike the second one but i always i always have sympathy for certain screenwriters because they're like okay well you pretty much did everything in the first one what are we going to do now and they're like robots like (laughs) evil robots like all right let's roll with that one you know so but yeah you know apparently they were they were supposed to save the world and apparently they didn't do it or they need to yeah Try harder or something. <laughs> like, yeah, eh, I mean, you know, we'll, I, we'll I, see I, how I, it works I,
1: out. I'll check it out.
0: And then John Carpenter just postponed Halloween Kills, so that's kind of a bummer. But there's a lot of bummers going on. So, eh. yeah.
1: But... I, you know, I really wasn't imp- impressed with the last one, but who knows? There's always a chance he maybe he can redeem himself. Argento mm. kind of went through that same well, he didn't thing. Write it. Too. I didn't,
0: I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, to me, it's just that reversal of roles thing they did. I just, yeah, I've, I've already seen this, right? I saw Chuck Norris kill him.
0: <laughs> 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 so you, uh, um, you're saying Silent Rage is that a Chuck Norris movie?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's Chuck that's, Norris. That's the one where the Basically. Yeah, they... That's, they the,
0: that's, the, that's the one where the serial killer's, like, living in the attic of that building, and... Well, and,
1: yeah, he, he, he's, he's a nutcase first, and then they basically almost kill him, and the surgeons try this new serum on him where he's like, you know, Logan, the Wolverine, where you can cut him, and it just heals right back up. So now you got a super killer running around killing people, and Chuck Norris has to put him in his place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's... And he's, he's played by the mute guy from Superman 2, right? No. Okay.
1: No. Chuck Norris is played by Chuck Norris.
0: No, but the bad guy. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> no, it's not the same guy. It's not the okay. same guy. This guy, I don't know. Uh, he's he's freaky looking. Now, I've seen him in a thing or two, but I can't place what else he's been in. I'll have to look it up. But uh, I make references in the, in the new show that... You know, he's not Michael Myers, but they've got him in a jumpsuit and he slicked his hair back, so he looks like William Shatler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that's that's one of those things that you know, Predator was supposed to be Rambo and Rambo Five. There you go. Rock, was like yeah, it was Rocky Five, Rambo Fives, Rocky Five. <laughs> it was screenwriters screen screenwriters having a conversation after I think after Rocky Four. And they were like, if you go any first, if you try to make another movie, it'll be have to be like Rocky fighting aliens. And they were talking about it like, okay, well we could get, do a Rocky Rambo sort of thing in the jungle fighting aliens. And then as it turned out, they started writing Predator. Yeah. So you know, stranger things have happened. So, That's true. <laughs> like, it would be pretty cool to see what what Chuck Norris would do to a Michael Myers type character. So I guess it's out there. It's out there. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's kind of pointless though because.
1: You know, you shoot the guy with a gun six or seven. I shot him nine times, right? <laughs> <laughs> you keep shooting him, and now you think some roundhouses are gonna do the trick? I don't know. <laughs> you, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Chuck Norris, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> Anyways, Finally, gotta... that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about big trouble out of China. Dang it! That is crazy.
0: Right. <laughs> Well, big trouble in Little China has roundhouses, and they also have people that are hard to kill. So, I yep. think you know you got the clans fighting each other at the funeral, and then all of a sudden they're all in the same uh. team whenever the crap goes down, and then it's hard to tell, like because you got some guys wearing white and some guys wearing red, and they're all kind of <laughs> switching sides, and you're man. like, wait, I thought Come I would on, have man. known.
1: <laughs> you had you have to admit, first time you saw that, and that started throwing down in the alley. You know you were hooked, man. You know you're sitting there going, Oh yeah, this is gonna be awesome.
0: Oh yeah. And then Jack's got his truck stuck in there and he's like, I don't know What am I gonna do with that? Like all this crazy stuff's going on and there's machine guns and swords and ninjas flying and
1: It's incredible.
0: He like runs over the ghost man with his uh with his with his truck. He's like, Ah
1: Well, and again, to your credit, you were talking about the three storms, right? I mean you see them just drop in the middle of this people shooting at them with guns and all that stuff, not not even hurting them. And these three guys come down and just wipe out everybody. And like you said, they don't have to do anything. They're just that good. Mm-hmm. And I've always found that fascinating, you know. I've always wondered about the the, the one that's got the, the two posts that pop out and it's got the metal claws on them that he's going to fight <laughs> with. It's like, how do you practice with that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think a lot, of, a lot of those ninja weapons type stuff, especially in the 80s, they were like, what, what looks awesome? Like, what yeah. is the most badass looking thing we can do? Whether it's, yep. whether it's functional or not. Because one of the meanest weapons I ever saw, we were at a museum somewhere, maybe in Houston, um, maybe in Austin. And it was like this, it was this wooden spearhead that had barbs in it. And it was made out of this like really, really thin wood that basically they'd stab you and break it off and that Ooh. was their <laughs> I, and i'm like so you got the wood you got the splinters and you got the barbs like there's no coming back from that like man. and they like oh man that would suck so you see like how do you practice with that one yeah. <laughs> you know stick it into hey, a deer or something. I'm, hey <laughs>
1: hey see if this hurts <laughs>
0: yeah. oh that's pretty painful <laughs> <laughs> You win, man. <laughs> you you win mean, the
1: contest. The guy with the flying guillotine over is going, "Oh, man." <laughs> <laughs> Wish I would have come up with that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's the that's the thing with the Storms too is they they're so good and they're just so overconfident that whenever something gets up on them that they're just taken by surprise and they're just right. <laughs> they just exploded. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What about the uh, the character change with Henry Swanson?
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> he, put, he puts on the suit and he's like selling um, used cars. Yeah,
1: man. He, he, Which, uh, I don't know if you're a fan of used cars or not, but I love used cars. And that's exactly <laughs> what he was about to become there. That was hilarious. I love it when he's in there with the prostitute, right? And she's like, uh, take your tie off. He said, yeah, I understand. My wife bought me this for Christmas. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> again, just just ad libbing everything is just so hilarious, man. It, it feels, it feels real. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's almost like he's just totally off the cuff with half the stuff, and he probably is.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he. Well, and that's the thing with with Kurt Russell too is that he's so he's so versatile. You know, with a with his ability to act and. Say lines, but also ad lib too. I mean, so it's hard to tell. Like, st- st- I mentioned, Big Lebowski earlier, and that's he's not in it. He's not in Big Lebowski, but like that movie feels like it's thoroughly ad libbed, and yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's fully scripted, yeah. and with good actors, you c- can't tell the difference. Gotta have the right, right person, <coughs> right person in the yeah. role.
1: Yep. Well, so, look. Uh, I mean, Snake Plissken, right? I mean, you you go from Snake Plissken, who's just over the top badass to Jack Burton right who's not (laughs) and it's like wow I mean yeah you're showing some 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 strengths here
0: (laughs) so other uh, you mentioned you mentioned Snake Um, we mentioned the thing because you know the thing is
1: RJ yeah
0: the the thing is, is 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 classic, um, and of course now with with the COVID thing, a lot of people are like posting thing memes. Like once they get the home test, <laughs> everybody's gonna be applying heat, and the blood's gonna squirt. Like ah, that's like, hilarious. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, like Carpenter and Kurt Russell, that was a match yep. made in heaven. Yep. like between uh, so like, and that was one of those things. Like he started, they started a TV together with with elvis yeah kurt russell was already established carpenter was not right. and uh you know so but then between snake between jack um between mm-hmm. rj like
1: yeah yeah it's just they just worked perfectly together all the way up till I'll escape from la i can i can do without hmm. that one
0: i can do without that one too but yeah. you know that's that. That's that sequel you're talking about. Like, what could we do? You know, could we follow the story further? Could we do something different with Big Trouble? I'm kind of glad they left it alone. Yeah, um, there's, it
1: could have ended up like that.
0: <laughs> I mean, and it's funny too because I mean, I was growing up remembering different different movie franchises and stuff. And there's 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 that tipping point depending on where how old you are when the original comes out or what which ones you see. Like, you know, we talk about Jaws and how there's a like. Between Jaws 2 and Jaws 3, there's a special place in my heart for both of them. Neither yeah. one of them are as good as the first one. Right. And and that's that's on both a technical and an emotional wavelength. Sure. But then, you know, it's like when you talk about, like, Friday the 13th, the movie kind of started hitting its stride in the second one, the, the, the series. The mm-hmm. second, third, fourth, you know, yep. say what you want about the fifth. Then the sixth landed, and then everything just kind of went... Like it, yeah. it, 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 went up and then kind of came, came down. Same with the Halloweens. Same with, yep. same with a lot of stuff. But we remember them fondly because it was, it was comfort food. It was always easy to throw in a Halloween two or a yep. Jaws three or a Friday the Thirteenth Part four when your buddies come over and you're just watching popcorn and being like, bah, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you look back on some of these and realize that they're not really all that well made. It was it was spaceballs 2, the search for more money right. yeah. <laughs> and uh...
1: <laughs> we want you to make it with a smaller budget but we expect to have a bigger return on it exactly <laughs> you know, that's that's basically how they do it you know and and it's a shame uh, but I don't know I, I think I think if 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 it would have hit same thing with the thing man I you know because I know carpenter wouldn't have thought about remake you know doing a part two of the thing I I don't think I mean I guess you could Mm -hmm. but again that open ending is what makes these things last the test of time because it's a conversation piece so that was just kind of his trend of the time but you know yeah you kind of wish in your mind because of what you make up for a sequel but the problem is is you're never going to get what's in your mind right? right exactly I think that's the problem
0: well, but. I for one, I'm kind of, I'm I'm kind of glad they left it alone because that's yep. one of those that, that that even even like the the history and the lore. I mean, it's pretty well explained what's going on even though it, it it's explained by, you know, people running around trying to keep from getting killed at the time, but they explain, you know, there's there's enough expo- expo- exposition to understand the lore behind what's going on without yep. having to like do a prequel or or anything like that. Um God, speaking of sequels, did you hear like Star Wars, uh, Empire Strikes Back is the number one movie in America right now?
1: <laughs> I love it. I mean, you <laughs> you got, got rat in the top 20 billboard because of a commercial, and Empire Strikes Back is the number one movie in the country. It's like, <laughs> keep telling you guys that the, the 70s and 80s was the best.
0: <laughs> it is. Oddly enough, I didn't realize, I read that article this morning on, on Empire. I've been watching Empire in bites over the last couple of nights. I just, it's on uh, like Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And I just you know it's like I guess Friday night or whatever. I was like everybody went to bed. I was still awake. I'm like oh Empire, you know I watched the yeah. watch watch right up so I'll watch right up to the uh, end of the Hoth scene. You know Falcon flies off. Luke goes to dig a bomb. Like you know, yep. duh. <laughs> a couple nights later, I'm like oh okay I remember. This. Let's pick up where we left off. You know, um, watching it in thirds. But uh, but now dude that's awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah man that's fantastic. You know, maybe we're to bring Big Trouble back and ruin it in the theater again,
0: or put it on all the cool drive-throughs. That's yeah. that's something that's coming back. Yep. So, well, cool, man. Well, I think that is about. Other than our technical difficulties, kind of there in the middle, I think that was a fun conversation about the, the Carpenter classic, Big Trouble in Little China. Yep. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? What did we miss? Like I said, we had a couple of uh, communications issues there in the middle, so I couldn't quite hear what Ricky was saying, so I couldn't exactly respond. I'm going to try to clean that up and, uh, well, and maybe... This, it
1: this movie has a character for everybody. I think that's the great thing about it. It's, it's relatable to anybody at just about any age. It's got some scary parts in it, but it's not too scary for... The little ones to still kind of enjoy it too, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just the right age of gateway horror mm-hmm. for, for young kids. Um, I mean, come on, man, Kurt Russell's just brilliant. It's 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 just fun, man. Everything about it is fun, and because there is only one, is because you that that's I think that's why we never get tired of it. Yeah. Because if it would have ran its course and there's Jaws four and all that stuff, you kind of go, yeah, you know. But yeah. I think because this is the only one that there is, then that's because it just kind of lives on and, and we never get tired of it.
0: I agree. And if you get a chance, like I said at the beginning, if you get a chance to just sit down and watch it from beginning to end and don't try to put on your judgment hat, but just let yourself like be taken for the ride, um, it's, it's a blast. It's a really, really good time. Yep. Um, all right, man. Well, that is it for today. Be sure to hit us up on all of the social media stuff. We got Facebook. We got Instagram. We have got Twitter. We have got uh, YouTube. We've got email. Um, yeah, yeah. And if you if you want to talk to us, we are about there. So. <laughs> and if you don't, that's fine too. <laughs> yeah. We we'd prefer it if you did, but um, and then you know. So, sort of some of the stuff we're talking about now has been inspired by folks who have answered our polls and answer, you know, some, said some stuff, mentioned that we sh- had some things to talk about. So, yep, uh, if you want to hear a, hear us talk about a movie or a book or a character or anything like that, hit us up. We will we will talk about it. Shooby-dooby!